the ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Bitch, you've had so much fucking work done. How do you even know what it's like to be a woman? Fuck you, you and your boy haircut. And Paula. There is no amount of money that would make me go near that penis. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm going to try to speak the intro without this huge frog in my throat. Which which you didn't have, you know, five seconds ago. Yes. I, I think um, <laughs> I was talking to somebody who performed like they sang or something like that because I... I was trying to sing a song or something in front of them. And I said, God, I have such a frog in my throat. All of a sudden he goes, oh, it's nerves. It's totally nerves. It happens to everybody. That's why people do the whole lemon juice or they gargle or they do their little exercises before they go out on stage. That's because their throat kind of closes up because you get kind of like, oh, you know, and then if there's anything in your throat, it's going to make it feel like it's closing. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Okay, thanks for thanks for your interest in the intro. Sorry, I just no. I was just thinking. Were you dozing off? No, I was yawning, but I was listening to you know about lemons and all that, and I'm like, gosh, I didn't realize it was such a you know problem. Yeah, everybody gets it. Okay, all right, this is awkward. Awkward. It's episode one thirty eight. Hello, listeners. Thank you for downloading the show. This is Jamie with my sister, Paula, The Ugly Truth. We are leading into Thanksgiving. And so we have, I believe we're going to do this. We're going to take Thanksgiving off and then we'll be back. Yes. Are you good with that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Like I told you before, I cannot put a turkey in my freezer because it's too small. Right. So I usually, you know, all my Thanksgiving preparations are like spilling out onto my counter and everything like that. Yes. Well, I had a weird dream the other day. Wait, and I before, haven't had you, a... before you start, what? did we do our UG? <gasps> UG! UG! <laughs> no, we didn't because you were bored with me when I was talking I'm about sorry, lemons. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So I had a weird dream the other night. And I woke up and I remembered it. And I'm like, okay, I have to look this up because I haven't had a dream where I need to look up meaning in a really long time. So I dreamt about a bird and it wasn't, it was a, it was a little egg and there was a baby bird inside it and it hatched. I think I know what that means, but go ahead. And then I held it and I was sleeping. I remember I was sleeping. I was holding the bird sleeping and Daryl came in and he goes, why are you holding a dead bird? And I said, the bird's not dead. He goes, yes, it is. And I looked down and I go, oh God, it is dead. And then I woke up. Okay, so I looked up to dream. First of all, to see a bird egg in your dream symbolizes money, which oh. I did not know. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. To dream of dead or dying birds indicates disappointments. You will find yourself worrying over problems that are nagging on your mind. That's what a dead bird means. Hmm. And I'm like, what am I disappointed about? See, now I interpreted it as 
seeing a bird in the egg Mm -hmm. as like the possibility of like new life and then Mm -hmm. but then holding whatever was born and it was dead basically saying like but it's not possible (laughs) (laughs) no actually when i was looking at bird symbolism most of it has to do with your hopes and dreams and and a a bird egg it does symbolize money but seeing like if like there's all these weird things like if a bird is pecking you it means that you're gossiping too much or oh my god i know it's some some it feels very ancient chinese mythical type symbolism but it wasn't anything like that i just i was watching a bird egg a baby bird egg hatch the the bird hatched and i was holding it and then i fell asleep and then daryl says hey that bird is dead why are you holding the dead bird so i told him about it he goes so are you saying that i'm the one that's giving you the disappointments and i'm like well that is very possible it is quite possible you're the dead bird i don't even know or you're disappointed with him fiscally no no that's not possible well, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like maybe I don't he's know. been spending too much money. We've been spending too much money for the last three or four months. Well, that on could children. be it. That could be you know you just you want maybe. the bleeding to stop because <laughs> enough. You're coming into Christmas and I would like a pair of shoes, please. No, it's I, just it, yeah, it is possible. I just found it interesting that it was money and disappointments and. uh you know, basically nagging issues is the dead bird. So, yeah, I mean, cobble it together however you want. Well, the I fact think. that Daryl was incorporated in the dream, I think well, it means yeah. that, you know, maybe you feel like you need to nag him about his spending. But yeah, but he doesn't really spend anything. Maybe you spending. feel like he's been the source of your spending. And well, I, he is. It's his child that made us buy have this wedding. Well, that's what I was saying. You know, it could be the wedding and yeah, maybe. What else was? I thought there was something else big that was expensive. I don't remember. But um, God only knows. I will say that I am incredibly disappointed in producer Dub right now because he hasn't been sleeping well for like two weeks. Okay. And a lot of it is allergy related. He. <laughs> okay, now you know how guys are when they're ill. Oh, God. And allergies not being ill, but I mean, it might as well be. For most men, yes. And so I finally, you know, a couple weeks ago, I made him go to the doctor. Uh I said, you must go to the doctor. He's like, okay. So the doctor said, there's nothing wrong with you. It's allergies. You're definitely stuffy. But the problem is, is that producer Dub is having like so much pressure in his head that he's hearing ringing in his ears. Okay. Which really sucks. Well, he's got a lot of fluid. Yeah. Yes. And so the doctor said, this is what you need to do. If it doesn't work within three to four solid days, let me know. Well, it's been over a week. And has producer Dub called the doctor? No. He didn't like he prescribe him Flonase or something? He, yeah, oh, he has that, but it's not, that's not working. So why doesn't he just take like two Benadryls, you know, on a Friday <laughs> night right? and dry that shit out? I strongly suggested any, any kind of medication that is good for evening sleep. I have suggested it. He took um, a Mucinex and he tossed and turned all night. And that can happen with antihistamine sometimes. I said, you don't need an antihistamine. You need a decongestant. You need something else. So we went through, you know, the whole thing. But no suggestion of mine is appropriate at this point. I so know. now I'm getting now I'm getting angry <laughs> because he starts now. It's all he can think about. 
He's obsessing over it. Oh, and God, I said, I'll bring the Ativan back over. And he's not sleeping. And so I'm not sleeping. So he tossed and turned almost all night last night, sans medication. And I was awake when he got up. And that was at like 4.30, 5 this morning. Mm-hmm. And he turned over to kiss me. <laughs> I was having none of it. I wouldn't blame you. I'd be like, I, I am having, not awake for a happy occasion. I was having none of it. So I kind of brushed his lips. And then he got up quickly. And he's like, I'm really sorry I kept you awake. I know. I even got up. And I'm like, well, I don't know when that was. So he left. And so the thing is, is that I've been perpetually tired for like a week. Right. And so now I'm getting salty. Because it's he, it's his fault. So maybe he's the bird. Maybe he's the dead bird. Well, I mean, I, I really don't think you should discount the fact that he was present. <laughs> I'm not. You know, in the dream. I am not. I mean, has the thought occurred to you that perhaps the ailment is just superficial? Yes. And his ability to not sleep is deeper than that. Yes. But he's I just have. saying that it's the allergies. Well, he is stuffy. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm sure he but, is sussy. Yes, I, I have not discounted, and you and I discussed this last week privately, that I do think that producer Deb is still struggling with his daughter moving, and mm-hmm. it's very understandable. Men aren't big on communicating those kinds of feelings. Totally get it. I was thinking about getting him hammered to see if he could just maybe get it all out, you know? Oh, God. But I don't know if I'm prepared for that. Well, I wouldn't want to be there for that. I can tell you that much. That would be a lot of crying, I think. That just Can't you I just arrange for him and his brother to get together? Or, you know what? No, that would be pointless. They don't That'd talk be about, worse. They don't talk about anything. They don't. They just sit there and drink beer and go, well, yeah. yep. Yep. It's kind of like the beginning playing, of um, you know, Johnny Cash songs. Exactly. They start playing their outlaw music and then nothing would get done. <laughs> I'm like, did you at least catch a fish? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun for four whole days. God. Did you reach your word quota? <laughs> yeah, really? So I've, I've asked him again. And, you know, I don't. The problem is, is I don't want to get to a point where I have to become his mother and start going, listen to me, Daryl Wayne. <laughs> I am not going to tell you again. Get in your car. Go to the doctor and resolve this because I am exhausted. Well, maybe you should take the two Benadryls at night then. I do. <laughs> with wine god no what, no i don't i'm starting to mix so anyway he's the dead bird well, you he's think the he's dead the dead bird, bird. yeah maybe i huh? don't know maybe well, anyway you know who else is dead well he's she's not dead but she looked dead with ronda rousey oh for heaven's sake did you see the whole fight so i finally saw the whole fight and i did too didn't pay for it. Still no, not worth I didn't it. pay for it either. But I posted six on, whole minutes. <laughs> I posted it on Facebook the other day. Yes, because my friend had somehow got it, and so I watched it. And you know, I can't quite figure out what happened because for the whole fight, with the exception of like maybe the first thirty seconds, she started to get really sloppy. And the only thing I can think of is, is that she's just not used to losing. And she was losing from the beginning. Right. And so for someone to actually put up a fight and, and, and right. a fight, not only put up a fight, but a fight that she couldn't like penetrate, basically, right. she started to get mad and she yes. started to get kind of sloppy. 
and Holly Holm kept her cool. Now, Holly mm-hmm. Holm is also five years older than her. Yeah, how old is Holly Holm? Uh, Daryl and I were trying to figure that out last night. Of course, I didn't Google it. She's 34. Oh, she is in her 30s. Wow. So she's a lot more level-headed, you yes. know, as far as... Because she's probably used to, you know, fighting young spunks all the time. Yes, because Rhonda is 28. Just yeah. turned 28. Mm-hmm. 28 or 29. And so... I think she probably, I think Holly just treated it like any other fight and just stuck Mm -hmm. to her, her tactics and Rhonda tried to change hers mid fight because she thought, oh, I'll try and do something different to take this bitch down basically. Mm -hmm. The only thing I couldn't figure out was why she wasn't doing more takedowns because that's her big, you know, her her uh, her strong suit mm-hmm. but the only thing i could think of is that maybe holly has such a reach that she just was never able to approach her. I don't know. Well, I do know that I had I had listened to an interview with Rhonda. Now, regardless of what people were saying, I have listened to Rhonda discuss this fight more than once because I listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and I've heard her being interviewed by Joe Rogan and some other other MMA type of shows. She was fully aware that she could quite possibly lose this fight. She was right. not going in thinking, I'm going to kill this bitch. Right. She plays that persona really well. But if you listen to her talk, like even when she was talking about it, her camp was the one that said, oh, no, she's leaving the UFC undefeated. Rhonda never said that. Her camp said that. Right. And so when she was talking about this, she said, I had to change my training in the sense that I was making people make me mad. And frustrated in the in the octagon so that I could deal with it because she knew that that was going to be this girl is a is a boxer. She knows how to keep her distance and move around in the ring. And so and Rhonda is all about close, you know, get right in there, take them down, arm arm and it's over. Well, she made the mistake that a lot of people make when they fight someone in MMA. She tried to box a boxer. And she's not a boxer. She is that why is... she didn't do the takedowns? Yes. And so I think Rhonda made the same mistake that all champions make, where they go in there thinking, I can do anything, and I'm going to beat this bitch at her own game, and she didn't. And that that is what happened. She tried to be a boxer, and she ain't no boxer. And it was apparent right away. Very clear. I mean, she got knocked Very in clear. the face like three times <laughs> hard in like the first round. Her so. face was so red. I was looking at it. She looked like she got slapped so fucking hard. I was like, oh my god, her face is I mean, so that red. kick to the ear or whatever oh. it went, that was just a, that was a blessing. Do you think that she like blew her eardrum out or something? I, I mean, can't know. even imagine. Well, I actually I read up on her injuries because because there was there was all kinds of speculation. There was. So they were in Australia. Mm-hmm. She went to the hospital right away, which is you know normal. Uh, it's procedure. Everyone goes, especially if you have an injury, right? And they kept her overnight, but she did not have a concussion. No. But what she did have is she had a severely torn lip. Yes, they had to sew it back on. And so the the reason why she stayed overnight is because they had to wait for the plastic surgeon the next morning. Right. To kind of, you know, patch it back together. Well, that's the thing is that, you know, she she was always going to take a sabbatical after this fight because she was in, I think she has two or three movies coming. And I'm like, I'm thinking of all the things that could have happened to her, facial damage is like the worst thing because now she's got to have plastic surgery. She'll never look the same. 
Probably not. But I mean, you know, makeup can do wonders. And so. Well, no, the plastic surgeon is going to, you'll never see anything. But what I'm saying is that she will have, a, her mouth will look different. I don't know. I'd be terrified to be in a foreign country and then have to get plastic <laughs> surgery. Well, I'd it's be Australia. like. I don't think. I'm just like, you guys, I, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, if you're in freaking Brazil and I'd be like, you guys have like the highest, you know, cleft lip percentage in the world. Yeah. Not Be like, okay, where's the doctors without borders? I'd rather I want that them. one. <laughs> yeah, no, she's in Australia. Be like, look, I've seen Nicole Kidman. I don't want you touching me. The holidays are almost here, which means it's time to start your shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that, especially if you do what Jamie and Paula did and sign up for an Amazon Prime membership. I mean, who doesn't like free and unlimited two-day shipping, right? And right now, you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. looking forward to seeing her fight some more i don't think any less of ronda me I mean, neither you know okay so you're not defeated big deal you know you still beat 12 people I mean, and honestly <laughs> there's an immediate rematch we already know sure so i mean if you think for one second that ronda is going to come out looking the way she did last week no way she's gonna look completely different yeah really huh she's gonna try even if she doesn't win she's going to be ridiculous she's going to figure her her shit out yeah i know she's not going to be humiliated twice if she doesn't win the second time she will be more gracious i think and she will holly will look like she's had some damage done Oh, That's I'm what I sure. Think. Yeah, no, she'll she'll be a lot more calculated. She'll have a new trainer. She'll put it. She'll bring in a new trainer. What did someone say that she didn't tap gloves with Holly? She didn't. Why? Because she's a bitch. Yeah, she is a bitch. There's no no doubt about it. I mean, that's I don't stupid. think that's that's I mean, poor sportsmanship. That's what I think. Is, yeah, you know. But I mean, again, it's girls. That's what. Yeah, we I do. know. I mean, to me, if I hated the person I was getting ready to try to fight with within rules. I don't know if I'd tap clothes either. I know, but that's the Honestly. other thing, too, is like they really have no reason to hate one another other than they feel the need to hate one another because they're going to fight. Do girls really need a reason to hate another no. girl? I mean, no. I, maybe by nature we all hate each other. In, and in general, alpha girls do not like <laughs> other alpha girls. We just don't like people. It's like, this is my octagon, not yours. I know, it's not funny. So and that's all that you have to have to hate. <laughs> you know, congratulations to Holly. I yes, think it congratulations was for sure. Well earned. Well earned. It was not, you know... It would no question about it. Mm-hmm. She definitely won that fight and she yes. earned that belt. And, you know, Rhonda, do whatever it is that you need to do. You're still a huge champion in everyone's eyes. Yeah. Because you were the champ and I have no doubt that you will be the champ again. And she definitely has the potential to do it. If she doesn't do it a second time, I don't think she'll ever. I don't think she, I think she'll retire. I think she loves a lot of the other things that are going on in her life with movies. And I've told you before that she talks a lot about WWE. Yes, I have heard about the the diva thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that'd be fun. Oh, God, that'd be huge for WWE. Actually, you know what I think about the WWE with someone like Rhonda is that you go into that. You learn how to act. 
Mm-hmm. You learn how to do your own stunts. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that, you know, let's be honest, she's going to be 30 before you know it. And even Hollywood has an, a limit on how long you can do stuff like that. She could do action stuff for almost 10 years. She's got a lot of time to do that. But she could be the next Vin Diesel or something. Or the next uh, John Claude Van Damme could be just in female. What's the one? Um, what's the one dude that they make all the jokes about? Not jokes, but their memes about. Um, I want to say Bruce Jenner, but it's not Bruce Jenner. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Oh, she could be the female Chuck Norris. Where did you get Bruce Jenner from? I don't know. I they just... don't even look the same. Bruce Jenner I doesn't know. even exist anymore. I know. Speaking of that, Victor told me (laughs) we were talking about, I guess he was, uh, she was Glamour's Woman of the Year. Yes. And Victor's just like, how can you be Woman of the Year if you still have a penis? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And I'm like, you know what? I can't argue with that. (laughs) Unless she doesn't. We don't even know. No. I mean, no no one should know, honestly. But yeah, Rose McGowan had some choice words. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't read hers, but I mean. All she said was, how can you even, you don't even understand what it means to be a woman. I go, bitch, you've had so much fucking work done. How do yeah, you seriously? even know what it's like to be a woman? Fuck you. You and your boy haircut. God, shut up. I mean, like, it's Caitlyn Jenner's fault that Glamour gave her the award? What is she supposed to do? Sorry, everyone. I don't really understand what it means to be a woman, so I'm going to decline. I mean, is that what you wanted her to do, like, Rose? You know, come ask me in five years. I don't know. You know, you and your assless dress with Marilyn Manson, the freak of nature. Oh. What the hell are you saying? Shut up. Yeah. I'm so... I was I was actually genuinely pissed. It's not like I'm a big Caitlyn Jenner fan, but I'm like, who the hell are you to say who understands what? I mean, really. Unless she has kids. I don't want to hear it. She has no children. Because that's She's my weird. whole thing is, is like, I'm not saying you're not a woman unless you have no, kids. No, no. But I definitely think you're more of a woman when you've had kids. Because She's then bizarre. you can talk to me about the struggles. Pale weirdo. Unless you've, you know, fed a child from one of your breasts and <laughs> unless you've had your squirted a mag out of your vagina. Yeah. Don't talk to me about what it's like to be a woman. Have you ever had an episiotomy, Rose? Okay, then shut up. Or Caitlin. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Oh, Caitlin didn't even have to go through menopause. Oh, God, I know. Or periods. No periods in her future. And I'm like, you know, superficially, yes, you appear to be a woman, but, you know. I, you know what, it, it, whoever's faux pas it was thinking that it was, you know, well, you know, like you and I spoke, transgender is the is the hot topic of the year. It's the it's the new gay. A lot of people are taking advantage of that media outlets, companies, you know, whatever, trying to look progressive. And, you know, kudos to you for incorporating. Absolutely. But, you know, maybe somebody should when they when you were sitting around the table discussing awards of the year. You know, maybe there should have been a little additional discussion on it. But you know what? They gave her the award. So, you know, who the hell does anybody else care? I mean, who cares? You know, Rose should have been like, glamour was out of line. But you know why she's not going to say that? Because she wants to be on their fucking cover one day. Because she's been on it before. So it takes people like us who have no aspirations of ever being on the cover of Glamour to say, <laughs> to say things. How can she be woman of the year? She still has a penis. It is funny. But I mean, that's how men think in very simple right. terms. They're it's just like, true. but it's got a dick. How can it be a woman? Right. Ridiculous. Yes. Oh, you know what else is ridiculous? What? Did you watch the Sister Wives season I finale? I had a chance. No, I okay. mean, my DVR is like filling up. I I get nervous. Do you guys ever get close to capacity? I do get a little OCD about the DVR. 
and I will go through and clean it out. I do that too, and then everyone gets mad at me. They're like, Mom, I don't what care. happened to the show? And I'm like, I deleted it. We were at... You know, 66%. It's too close. <laughs> uh, we were at 72% oh once. Oh, my God. And I went through and I just went, these were recorded in the summer. The girls never watched them. Delete. And I deleted them all and I go through. And the thing is, if they really, really, first of all, they never notice. It's like throwing away your clothes or toys that your kids swear they'll they'll hate you for if you get rid of it. And then three months will go by. They go, Mom, have you ever seen that sweater that I really liked? Oh, my God, that's been gone for three months. Why? I'm waiting for Olivia to ask me, Mom, is Hotel Transylvania still saved on the DVR? No, I deleted it. It was two hours. It was taking up 3% of the DVR. Yes, that's too much. I know. I mean, it's not like, you know, it was, was, you know, their birth or something like that that I deleted. (laughs) Right. Like you would have any recordings of that. I do. I have recordings of Ryan's birth. You don't have one of Olivia's birth. I can tell you that much. No, because I learned from Ryan's birth. <laughs> I'll, all I remember is when I was having, I think it was, it must have been Mackenzie. When I was having Mackenzie, one super happy nurse asked me if I wanted to see in the mirror, if I wanted to look up and look in the mirror to see the baby being born. I said, absolutely not. Move that thing away. They all ask. They ask Why? me, they're like, they're like, it might encourage your progress. And they're no, like, hey, should we put this mirror here? I'm like, I don't want to see anything. I want to, I don't even want to know. I want to look like a Barbie down there. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to know what's going on down there. I'm sure it's a ridiculous oh, mess. What, you want me to see the ass blowout that's about to occur? Do you want me to see? what I look like from the inside out and my OBGYN attempt to repair it oh god no there's nothing uh, look I know there are people they're like oh it's so beautiful and I'm like well that is true it might be for you but it is not for me and I certainly don't want my partner witnessing any of it either which means if the mirror because men can't help it they would look of course they can't have it can't have it. If they're holding a leg, they're going to see it all anyway. I didn't allow Daryl to hold a leg. Well. Absolutely not. I said, you will stay behind my head at all times. You will be by the shoulder at all times. Which didn't actually end up working out anyway. But, <sighs> but he took a knee. <laughs> and he ended up sitting on the floor. He with, fainted, basically. By the bathroom, drinking orange juice. <laughs> making The nurse is making him stay down. <laughs> stay down, sir! Stay down! <laughs> He's like, I want to see him all. Enough! Shut up! Everyone, get this baby out. Seriously. God, it was it was so chaotic. It was such a chaotic birth. That's so funny. Unbelievable. Anyway, no. So I did watch the Sister Wives because it's the only the only way I'll watch Sister Wives is if I'm working out right. on my elliptical on my when I'm doing cardio. So I had been saving it for my workout the day that I was going to do cardio. So I, I turned it on and I watched it. You expect it to be incredibly, you know climactic and you know crazy well essentially this is what happened they filmed this stuff you know in the summer Mm -hmm. so this stuff was filmed in like july august but because of the internet because people are not morons this whole catfishing thing came out where the first wife was having an online emotional affair with somebody and ultimately it ended up not being a man but a woman who had been 
scamming her and not right. for money or anything particular i think people who do the catfishing thing just get some kind of sick pleasure they just get off on it i think yeah i don't think it, there's nothing to gain other than they feel like powerful or something maybe i'm not sure but it's a really weird thing and it's kind apparently of it's sociopathic very sociopathic and it's what's weird about it is that it's i guess it's not as uncommon as people think it is i guess it happens a lot and it's not surprising i mean you can be anybody you want on the internet Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's people like us who can't who couldn't comprehend doing something like that. Right. That, you know, are naive, I guess, in that fashion that we just assume everybody's like us. But right. that's, that's not even close, remotely close. Especially when you are in a unique relationship or a unique marriage or it's not your it's not your typical happy family marriage where you're not having any major issues in your life you know you're not feeling loneliness or sadness or like something's missing in your life right it seems like that's who they target or those are the people that buy into it perhaps because they're hoping that it's real or something i'm not sure i don't know but Anyway, so the, the wife number one, Mary, she started had she had a, a, essentially a six month online affair with this individual, this guy that she thought was name was Sam. Yes, and in the taping of the season finale, they were in Alaska, and the footage they had was of her saying that she's not sure she wants to stay. That don't be surprised if one day I'm just not there anymore and I'm just going to leave. And that is because the catfish person, quote unquote, Sam, was saying, leave. You can live. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll be together forever. You know, we'll have more children. We'll adopt them if we have to. You know, telling her everything she wanted to hear. And she was going to leave. Mm-hmm. So when they're sitting around talking about it, first of all, it was clear that this was like restaged for the show because mm-hmm. I'm sure she'd already had this discussion privately with all of them. The husband said, Cody said nothing. He just sat there and stared at her. The other ones were like, you know, whatever you need to do. She's like, I just don't know what I want to do yet. But the thing is, is that they didn't know she was having an affair. Oh, okay. It was very clear that this was recorded before anybody knew about her having an affair and that she was just going to up and leave. Well, because of the internet and everything else, the catfish story came out. So they went, remember I told you, they went back and recorded and they, they did some interviewing type stuff incorporating it into that scene where she's talking about she was lonely that she would wake up in the morning and turn on music because her house was so empty and she just really felt disconnected from the whole family and she started you know talking on twitter with this person and then one thing led to another and so she basically told her story intermittently throughout the season finale and it was clearly new footage because mm-hmm. if you look at what they were doing throughout the summer, they had no clue. Right. Clearly had no clue. And so they're interviewing a couple people here and there, like, you know, Robin and Christine and stuff. And in Janelle, they were even being interviewed and still had no idea that she was carrying on with someone. So mm-hmm. anyway, ultimately, the season finale was supposed to end going, is Mary going to stay or go? That was probably, that was going to be the climax. But now the climax is... Are they going to let her stay because she's been fooling around for six months emotionally? So was that an issue for some of them? Initially, yes. But now there's going to be a, you know how they do those recap shows oh, where with Tamara Hall. they sit down with Tamara Hall. Yeah. Okay, So they're doing that. I think it's this weekend. Okay. I believe. So, of course, I'm going to be watching it. But the problem is with these shows, they're so controlled. 
I know. They never really say anything. We're never going to really know anything. And uh, it's clear she's staying. She has options. She has family in Utah. She's, you know, she's got family in California. Well, she's obviously not left. Otherwise, no. that would have been news. So right. what did Cody have to say about the whole thing? Cody said nothing. There's been no discussion. He's had made no announcement other than that they love her and that he's trying to support her in the best way he can. Now, here's the rub. I, of course, had to do as much sleuthing as I possibly could before the show so I could find out any other perspective outside of this show. And there are several photos of her taking pictures of her body, of her house, uh, her in the tub. Yeah, I've seen those ones. Yes. Now, I found the blog of this catfisher. Oh. He, quote unquote, has a blog, still maintaining he's a guy, still saying they actually had sex. And they did meet up and that it was this is actually legitimate and that she's lying and all this other stuff. But everybody's saying, no, 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 it's really a girl. This person is just completely not letting go of the whole catfish persona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, because for so long, Mary was basically vomiting up her life to this person. He has details about their life that I believe are true. Like what? She's been unhappy for about 10 years. Yeah. They haven't had sex in over a year. Oh. And she essentially kicked him out of the house and said, you know, do you even love me anymore? And he goes, what do you want me to say? (gasps) And so she's like, get out. So he never goes. He doesn't even go to her house anymore. And even before that, she they were sleeping in separate rooms at her house when it was her night. And he took her, her his wedding ring. And he melted it down and turned it into a piece of jewelry for somebody else's daughter. Not Robin's daughter. Someone else's daughter. Not even his own daughter with her. Oh, you mean Mary's daughter. Right. Made it very, very clear that Robin is, like, Mary's biggest advocate, apparently. And that he doesn't know why people hate her so much. Because she's actually very kind and loving. And they love her very, very much. Well, that's probably why everyone hates her. Perhaps, but I just found it interesting that, you know, the the TLC, they're like the devil incarnate. They allow her to be portrayed as this, you know, I'm getting everything I want. This is all about me now and all this other garbage. But very clear, however, Cody is absolutely in love with Robin. He's not as in love with the other ones. It's clear to everybody in the homes. Mm-hmm. He, Everybody knows that. What's interesting, really, if you look at this, though, is that all three of these other wives have left or wanted to leave. None of them are happy. Right. It's a fucking mess. Wow. It's a huge mess. And I'm thinking they're all sticking out for the kids and probably for the paycheck that comes with the show. Now, I'm not saying it's all true, but why... He got all, or she got all of this detail stuff about their life that no one would know about. I mean, yeah. unless he's really making it all up, which is very possible. Oh, but it seems fairly possible. legit. So anyway, that's what's going on. The tell-all is this weekend. I'm sure there, it will be contrived and there will be a lot of, you know, editing. And Mary's just going to be like, you know, I was duped. My family stands behind me. We're working on it. We're in therapy, which doesn't seem to be working. And, you know, Cody's trying, whatever. And that'll be it. Well, I mean, interesting. this this was their choice. And so they'll either try and figure out how to make it work again or, you know, maybe moving to Las Vegas was a bad idea. But yeah, I don't know. know, I just 
I just think that it was a dysfunctional family from the start and that, you know, you can only you can only showcase a family for so long before if you have real issues, they're going to start showing. I mean, you can't you can't edit through six years of bliss if there isn't any. And that's got to be a pretty hefty paycheck after six years. I mean, I think I heard that they make about each individually. They make a quarter of a million I think they make 250 a, a, a season. So, I mean, that should be it, especially for people not working. That should That's be, plenty. you know, if I they can live on that, if they save correctly, I mean, that should right. last, you know, 10 years or something. But well, I mean, my God, I'd pay my house off and at least have that, you know, at least you'd have something to show for it. Yeah. But I look at it and go polygamy or not, if and you and I have talked about this multiple times when a woman starts looking for what's missing somewhere else you're in deep trouble yeah your your relationships in deep shit men are different i think but women specifically if they don't feel that connection anymore and they're they're looking to fill those needs through friends or hobbies or jobs or you know whatever i mean i've i've known women who live to work because they'd rather be anywhere than home yeah you know and it's not just cheating but you know there's many other things so if nobody's recognizing that that's sad it because specifically for this lady she's quote unquote married to four other people and not one of them gave a shit to find out why she was so separate from everybody else and Mm -hmm. no one bothered to pull try to pull her out of her funk and I mean, everybody, because everyone's so self-absorbed with their own personal crap. That well, they I just mean, didn't think care. about each of them. They have between five and six kids. I mean, that's a yeah. lot of kids. It is a lot of kids. The kids are actually really great. But I mean, it's, you know, the women, I, I don't get it. I mean, at this point, it looks like they're just basically clinging to what they've always known versus <gasps> the scare of leaving and trying to figure it out on their own. Well, and I'm sure there's guilt with, you know, taking their children away yes. because the children, you know, they're innocent. Well, and you've embedded in their brain. This, yes. All of us are your family. Right. Which is probably why they stay. Yeah. Which is suddenly now you're saying, oh, no, they're not. I mean, that's. Yeah. That would it, be really, it would be. That would be very cruel to. Well, and it would just be the. I mean, talk about culture shock. I mean, my God. I just think it would be cruel. I mean, I couldn't it would imagine. Be cruel. It would be like, you know, someone tried to break us girls up when we were young. Oh, yeah. Like, to say that, you know, we weren't really sisters or something like that. I mean, it would be a hurt you could never get over. I just think it's, you know, a lot of these, I think they stick it out because they have so many children. And, you know, maybe they're just counting their days. I mean, we don't even know. I mean, the, the kids are clearly not completely oblivious that, no. that their mothers live a completely separate life. You know, they don't rely on him the dad for anything really you know they their mothers do it all it seems like they're only together when they're filming or when they yeah and they're like oh we have a lot of parties i'm like yeah because it's the only time you get to see miss you know mickey mouse he shows up for all the parties and that's it you know you only see him once a week and every party you know so we have a lot of parties i'm sure you do yeah i'm sure you do you know who else had a lot of parties who charlie sheen (laughs) well that dude he had a lot of parties in his pants <laughs> would you like to go to the pants party uh, are not you inviting me? are you inviting me to a party and it's in your pants yes no brick i do not want to go to a party in your pants all right let's go let's go yeah he's dirty <laughs> and i don't mean because he has hiv i mean he's just gross that's no gross. shocker this is the part that got me it got like news coverage for two whole days because today thank god nobody's talking about it 
but no. it's just like he got news coverage for two whole days that charlie sheen is hiv and i'm just like why does this shock anyone yeah the guy is the, the literally like the filthiest piece of garbage he looks like a petri dish just walking around you know I mean, he's just a dis- like a little toilet bowl the surprise is that he yeah. did not get it sooner and actually think- <laughs> he did hit it sooner and yeah. he didn't tell people. Yeah, that's kind of a criminal act. In no, California, I mean, yeah, that's criminal. I think the biggest shock is that he's still alive. I mean, he's well, tried everything to kill himself and it hasn't worked yet. Well, so that's know? the funny thing is, is on the interview, they were saying that his drug and alcohol addiction is mm-hmm. more of a concern than his HIV. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, well, that would be funny for someone to die who has HIV to die from drug and alcoholism instead of the actual like HIV the actual virus. HIV virus. I know. Or knowing him, he's going to forget to take it because, you know, the days run into each other and he'll be yeah, like, oh, he did no I take idea. it? I don't know, you know? And so it's just like. My biggest perception on that interview was he has done significant damage to his brain. He's perpetually on meth now. God. He is a mess. And It was funny because no one has even mentioned his father at all until today, actually. Somebody asked Martin Sheen, who is, you know, Hollywood royalty, essentially. And they said, you know, how do you feel about your son coming? He's like, well, I'm very proud of him. It was a very big thing, hard thing to do. And I'm and I'm proud of his bravery or whatever he said. I'm like, well, what do you expect him to say? Yeah. I mean, really, he's he's an embarrassment to the family. I can't even believe that you're asking me this. I disowned him years ago. I mean, no. Where's Emilio in all this mess? Laying low. (laughs) He's like, he probably lives somewhere, you know, in Montana. Hannah <laughs> with his kids and his wife and going, I don't so even like, know. Is that Uncle Charlie? No. <laughs> no, it's not. I we don't know. Yes, it's Uncle Charlie, but we don't talk about Uncle Charlie in this house. So the thing I read that actually <laughs> I, hurt my heart the worst what? was is that I guess his two children that he has with Denise Richards, they had no idea that their father was HIV positive and they were completely blindsided by the interview. The mom knew. Well, what's really sad is that they even know what that is. Well, I mean, kids are going to know that. So imagine being in class and being like, oh, I hear your dad has HIV or whatever. You know, I mean, it's just like it's oh, going to yeah. be endless ridicule for those poor things. You know what? I feel sorry for some of these spawn of these terrible celebrities that we know now that, you know, they're oh, our age yeah. or older. And now they, and they all had kids kind of late in life. Mm-hmm. They're in a time where they can Google their mom or dad and see literally everything they ever did. Gwen Stefani said it happened to her. She I said believe her it. son came into the living room and he's like, are you dating Blake Sheldon? <gasps> and she's oh just God. like, she says, here, I've got my kid asking me about this stuff, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, really? Because, I mean, he he knows who Blake Shelton is. Well, everyone knows who Blake Shelton is. But, I mean, is. he knows because of where she works. Exactly. You know, they've all been on The Voice set and everything like that. So, I'm just like... It's true. You know, it's just the things that they can see or do. It's let's just take for a moment. Let's just say for the sake of discussion that any one of the Kardashians children is normal and decent and is nothing like their family. And they look up. I mean, 
can you even imagine the stuff that they're going to see? The boys have a chance. The girls are always the girls going to are, be destined for to be what they are. I don't know what's going to happen to North specifically. But I was just thinking of all these all these celebrity children who are who are growing up in a time where all they have to do is or they could even get a notification on their little smartphone mm-hmm. because they're so privileged. They're going to have everything to, you know, handed to them being on their iPad going to their little Facebook page or Instagram and going, "Oh my god, I saw your mom." blah blah blah. You know, oh, did you know your mom did a porn when she was 19? Right. Here you, you know, can see or, snippets of it. Did you know that your mom stole so-and-so's husband and had you? Yeah, really. <laughs> that's going to be did major. Did you know your dad slept with your nanny for three years and that's why your parents got divorced? Oh, my God. You know what? I don't ever... People like Robert Redford or... Julia Roberts tried, but it's too late for her. She stole someone's husband. No one, no one's ever going to forget that. No, no, no. I know. But what I'm saying is that they move away from California or they move somewhere for, like Robin Williams lived in Marin County. No one bothered him in, Bay, in the Bay Area. Tom mm-hmm. Hanks lives in the Bay Area. No one bothers him. But they but people who don't leave L.A. and they raise their children there. Mm-hmm. This is I think it's even worse personally i think it's even worse but they try you know they they're like look i just enjoy making films i can't help it if i you know became you know america's darling or you know the hunk of the 80s or whatever and they move you know harrison ford lives in freaking montana or something with that Mm -hmm. skinny little bitch what's her name calista flockhart calista flockhart that little waif of a thing you know she's like a she's like a tinkerbell or something (laughs) (laughs) she really is i mean no one bothers him you know, and then he flies into L.A. and gets into a plane crash, and then well, everybody knows. Fault, I know. <laughs> you can't it's crash like was... into a golf course on Beverly Hills. I mean, you well, might as well, what... you know, crash into the L.A. Times. He probably sat there and go, "Well, that's what I get for coming back to L.A." Right. Should have stayed in Montana. So yes, Charlie Sheen is a hot mess. I can't believe anybody was actually shocked. But you know what's funny is, is on the interview, he's like tired of paying people's blackmail and i'm just like you say that like you want us to feel sorry for you there is not like, i have why not were you trying to hide it for so long why didn't you right. just come out with it when it happened and not pay anyone and why were you fucking people with this thing i mean it's without condoms what is wrong with you how many blowjobs do you think he got without oh, a condom God. on it i, I mean really think about it Think about how much money he probably pays to have that bitch swallow, too. Those poor women. There is no amount of money that would make me go near that penis. Okay, first of all, he pays for it. He's always paid for it. He loves hookers. Well, but what woman in the right mind would blow him? Nobody knew he had HIV. That's the thing. Even without HIV, I wouldn't have done it. I and you know what? what's worse? He got diagnosed four years ago. That doesn't mean he only had it for four years. He could have had it forever. Well, and that's my whole thing is, is like, you know, if you don't like, want Like, did Denise to, Richards if, get tested? I would. Yeah, all the Richards. Multiple times. And I forget the other chick's name. Brooke Mueller. Mueller. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it just reiterated that, you know, now more than ever, people need to be practicing safe sex. And Oh, yeah, for sure. You know. For e- sure. Because you just you just don't know and and being tested regularly and be responsible so that way you don't you know inadvertently pass it on to someone else. I remember the first time I had an AIDS test. I think I was twenty, and I had gone in for a gynecological just you know my annual, and I had never had a, any kind of screening for anything. At that point, I had been sexually active for like two years and had more than one partner, so. 
he asked me, because have you ever had any screenings? I'm like, no, I haven't. He's like, okay, well, let's just go ahead and do it. I'm like, okay. And the way that doctors do it, especially Dr. Marshall, it's so casual. You don't even realize what you're gonna do like it doesn't oh, they, really yeah they swab you for everything and then yeah, send so, you for a blood test yeah so i did the blood test i did the swabs i did everything and then you know he so i'd go back and he was like okay you're good nothing wrong with you and i said well what did we what did we screen for he goes well we screened for hiv and i'm like what i had no i didn't it didn't even register that i was going to be screened for hiv at least you didn't know i knew i was getting an hiv test and so (laughs) for two days i was sweating it i don't know why i I mean yeah i didn't it doesn't matter because it's it's possible that's why I, i didn't think it was possible but well i mean it's just in the sense that no one you would never know i I remember saying it's like what if i have aids what if i have aids ever well this was back before they had this you know combination Mm -hmm. of medicine there was no cocktail no Mm -hmm. you know i mean unless you were rich like magic johnson but i mean for the most part yeah that it was pretty much a death sentence and an ugly one horrible yes i've actually had two i've had two tests i've had two aids tests in my life and then i got married and i didn't well, I know I got an AIDS test every time I got pregnant. Yes. And then I think I had, you know, one or two before that. I actually, yes. this really made me mad. <laughs> I had a terrible yeast infection and I kept trying to treat it with those home <laughs> treatments. Yeah. But I had gotten it because I had been on antibiotics. And oh, so yeah, those, those are the worst, are, actually. awful. Yes. So I had waited a little while thinking, like, you know, I need to let these home treatments work. But I was absolutely miserable. Like, my whole <gasps> butt was just, like, oh. raw. And you so, know what? And those those home treatments are the messiest, grossest things on no the planet. There was, like, cream everywhere. Oh, and it's it was a mess. awful. So I went to the doctor. And he's like, well, let me just wipe all this stuff off first. You oh, know? my God. That's I had, embarrassing. like, slathered on all on. Oh, you're like, I'm sorry, but I'm so uncomfortable everything was so red and inflamed though he's just like have you ever been tested for herpes and i'm like (gasps) what i'm like no i'm like i'm married you know like i had been married for a few years are you you're not coming out right now and telling me that you have the herp derp no okay but this doctor, he's just like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and test you. And I'm like, well, I don't think you need to. I'm like, I've got a raging <laughs> yeast infection. I said, my whole body is inflamed. I'm like, everything down there looks rumpled because it's, you know, a labia. And, and it's been enduring pure yeah, hell for and a I've week. Been itching and everything. And so I'm oh like, I'm sure it looks, you know, not great. But thanks for the compliment and the vote of confidence. <laughs> thanks for letting me know what it's all like down there. He tested me for herpes, and I'm like, you fucking dick. <laughs> I assume it was negative. Of course it was negative. But <laughs> I was just awful. so pissed off at the, you know, that he either thought I was like some sort of dirty whore or that right. my husband was cheating on me with a dirty whore right. that then gave me herpes. And I'm just like, yes. you know what? I'm like, you could have ruined a family today. <laughs> I know, true. right? So anyway, It's true. That's so funny, though. So he gave me my Diflucan, and then I left. You're like, thank you, asshole. God, I'm like, I can't believe I had to go through all of this just for that one little stupid pink pill. <laughs> and it cleared right up, hey, thank of God. Of course. I don't know why they don't sell those they things over the counter. over the counter. It's ridiculous. Like, what, what are we, why are we withholding them like they're, like they're jewel of the Nile or something? Like, I don't know. You can go to a pharmacy and get a day after pill. 
to ensure non-pregnancies, but you can't get the damn $5 pink pill to to not endure creams and elixirs that you have to put in your snatch to get rid of a yeast. You know, especially, have you ever done the ones where you have to put like the little egg on there oh, and yeah. then you inject it and then you pull it back out and the egg's still on there? And I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> what, why? Yes, I've done it Stay. and I hate and it. So when you put it up there, you try and like push as hard as you can. And you know, that plastic's not soft. Uh, no, so, the part that holds the egg is pliable, but you know, you're like determined to get it as far up as you can so that it will not come down. Cause and, I've, like, I've you're, had you're, that happen. I've literally imagined myself putting it in there. The egg gets up there and fully dissolves up in the birth canal or wherever it's supposed to go. Right. And then nothing comes out. Think hopefully, you know, like I will have no kind of any kind of discharge from the egg. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah. It always when I push out. it up there and it comes back down. Because I've actually had it pop out, and I'm like, oh, I just, I, I, I gave birth to an egg. But um, <laughs> you know, people have sexual fantasies about that. Did you know that? Disgusting. Uh, you can buy a thing that looks like a peanut. It looks like a giant yeast infection applicator. Okay. And you can load like chicken-sized looking eggs that are like plasticky, and they're all gelatinous with like goo. And you can you can put them up in your snatch and i guess a man could do it in their butt and you can deliver the egg like it'll come out because they're kind of heavy and that's like a sexual pleasure for who an alien egg thing what is that called i don't (laughs) alien egg thing i don't know but i just i saw it somewhere randomly that said yes you absolutely can do this where I think it's those people that do like the tentacle porn deal. I was just going to say, like, you must have been in the deep cuts because I don't, <laughs> I, I haven't I, seen that on my garden variety, you know, like Facebook porn page. Site or, no, not Facebook. <laughs> no, like Adam but and it, Eve or something. You can get them in different colors and it's really an unusual, like that's really, I mean, I don't know if people would say, oh, that's going far out because it doesn't have anything to do with poo or anything, but you can do the whole alien sexual fantasy thing like delivering alien eggs or something i'm not kidding you could look it up right now and go oh my god there it is i'm just gonna believe you i don't really feel the need to go and check that out but i wouldn't either if i were you god (laughs) i didn't i didn't watch anyone do it or anything yet If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Can I kick it? Okay, so you spent the night at my house last yeah. Friday night mm-hmm. because uh, you had to go, you had a tournament with Ryan the next morning and it was just way easier yeah. for you to come over because it was so close to our house. Anyway, we were, I don't even know how it came up to be honest with you. We started talking about life insurance. Private life insurance. Right. So, so Daryl said, yeah, we have life insurance. And so you asked him how much it was. It's not like a million dollars or anything. It's pretty incremental. It's small. It, I mean, small in the sense that it's like a year's salary. Yeah. Essentially. Which isn't a lot when the breadwinner passes away. Right. And so we started having the discussion, you and I, and Daryl was, of course, sitting there, that if he were, if something were to happen to him and I was widowed, that I would have just enough money to 
get my affairs in order, sell the house, and then I'd have to move to like a, a, somewhere else. I'd, I couldn't afford to stay where we live now. I would have to move. You'd have to get like a condo or something. Yeah, I'd have like to that. get like a little apartment condo y thing. And I said, yeah, I'd have to move into, you know, a condo or an apartment. He like obsessed over that. Oh, really? Yes, it bothered him. Now, we just happen to be in open enrollment right now because mm-hmm. it's coming towards the end of the year. And so we're, we're upping all of our benefits. We're taking Natalie off because she's married now. So she's not on the benefits anymore and all this other stuff. So he completely upgraded our life insurance policies. Oh. And I said, oh, why? I go, you did? He goes, yeah. I go, why did you do that? He goes, it was really sweet. He goes, I never want you to live in an apartment for the rest of your life. Aww. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Thank you. And I'm, in my mind, I'm going, there's no way that I will ever do that because for the first time in my life, I would likely marry for money because <laughs> I, I would never marry for love again. And, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'll, I would be older. So, no, it's not like I can go out and just pick someone up. You know, it wouldn't be like that for me. Right. I don't care how adorable I am. I'm still, you know, I would still be an older woman. You'd have so, to be on the dating website, Our Time. Or Cougar, not Cougar Life. Oh, my God, I would never do that. No, you don't want to date someone younger. I would be in the point where I'd be like, I've got to find someone to take care of me, mm-hmm. you know. And he doesn't want me to have to do that. So he he fi- he so he it. wants to have enough money so you don't ever have to find someone. <laughs> Essentially, he's like, you can be single forever. Yeah, you will never have to do that. That is so funny. So now he's better to you dead than he is alive. Totally. Maybe and that explained the dead bird in the hand. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I'm the dead bird. No, no. He. But what's funny is he. And I said, Well, what happens if I die? He goes, Oh yeah, you're. You've got. You've got some life insurance too. And I said, Oh, I do. He goes, Yeah. He goes, You're not. It's not as much as you know. If I die, but if you if you passed away, I go. So you'd be able to like, you know, take care of whatever you wanted with my money. I said, You better throw one hell of a party if I die and you get insurance. That's all I'm saying. Take care of my family. Well, I'm just saying your burial will probably not be cheap. Are you still wanting to do one of those stupid burlap sacks in a tree? No. Remember, I told you I decided I wanted to be cremated. Oh, okay. Because good. I want to be on. I want to be on the, the the mantle now, so that when they have parties and gatherings, they can go. Oh, and Jamie's here, everyone. Everyone, say hello to Jamie. Oh, okay. and I'll be there. Well, that's better than the other thing. And then whenever some new woman comes in, she'll be like, "Oh, that's a pretty vase. That's a beautiful vase, actually." He's like, "Yeah, it was." It's my wife, my beloved. Right there. That would be awkward. With a giant portrait above the mantle. Oh, That'll please. be me. Before the woman came over, you know you'd end up in the closet. <laughs> you think he'd box me up? I think he'd put you somewhere so he could get laid. <laughs> You're probably right. At least a hand job, right? Just something. I mean, he doesn't yeah, need that would your be distracting. ashy ass staring at him, it's you true. know, while he's trying to get one on i don't get know what he's getting what do, what do they call it bust a nut or whatever yeah, rub yeah one that out. would be him he's like look i just have to have sex please she needs nothing to me i swear i swear ashes God. yeah that's true but anyway i thought that was really funny that it it really affected his our conversation like really affected him because he was so really funny. concerned i feel kind of guilty because this no. is like the second time i've been at your house and something like earth shattering has happened no it's not earth shattering actually what's really funny is that i think he just doesn't think about it and then you know you and i talk about 
everything. Well, and the other part is, too, is my background's in human resources. Right. So, I mean, I think about these things. You do. Yeah. And he hasn't in a really long time because, well, you know, he lives in denial. He doesn't think anyone's going to die. Oh, you know, we're all living forever. And so he doesn't like to think about things like that, I think. And so when we talk about it, because the deal is this, I don't care about money. I don't care if he leaves me hundreds of thousands of dollars. It That doesn't matter to me. So living in an apartment would not kill me. Like I would be fine with it. I, I would just said you would marry for money. Well, I mean, I'd have to be somewhere for a while before I could do that. <laughs> I couldn't just like run out there and find somebody. I mean, I'd be, it mourning. just would be easier to marry for money if you had your own money. Yes, it would actually. So he did you a solid. He did. Thanks, Dub. Thanks. I always give him crap. I'm like, well, you know, um, you know, wife number three might be a little more accommodating with you on this or that that I refuse to do. It's possible. I always tell him that because you just never know. I'm just buying my time until I can go to the home. <laughs> You're going to end up living with me, Paula. <sighs> Please don't say that. <laughs> You'll be feeble. I'm and almost then 40 and I can't I'll even care for you. <laughs> handle that. Hey, it's fine. I took care of you. I, I was I was parental when you were young. No, I, mean, I, I know, but... It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, and then if something happens to Dub, then, you know, what, how are you going to explain that to your new love interest? Well, she she comes with a package. <laughs> Please. I don't care. You know, we've resigned... It's funny, Daryl and I talk about that. It's like, we've resigned ourselves to know that wherever we move, there has to be a guest house. Yes. Because someone in my family will be living with us oh, for some time. I think that's a a good idea. Well, yeah, because, I mean, a guest house is a cute little house in a really lovely place where you're always near family. You have your privacy or you don't. It's up to you. You know, everything is separate and you can pay rent if you can pay rent. If you don't, you don't. It doesn't matter. You know, to me, the idea of a guest house, because honestly, I would love to be closer to all my family. I would love to have everybody close. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome. No, but I think a guest house is good for the times where it's just like clearly, you know, your little nucleus needs to have some alone time or a discussion. You know, you don't want us, you know, rolling up in there and be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And, you know, Mackenzie's crying and, you know, Daryl's rubbing the last of his hair off his head. And God, he always does that, doesn't he? He does. Bald before you know it. Well, or he'll just have a really long forehead. He already does, but that's from baseball hats. <laughs> it just is. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Yes. Okay, so as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, we're not very good when it comes to technology. No. And so on my cell phone... I have the ability, which we've learned in the last, like, you know, month or two, to Skype Yes, on my phone. Oh, on your phone. Oh! And so, because Victor works nights and is gone so many nights of the week, and this last weekend, he was also gone for three days for his drill. Okay. We didn't see him for, like, five days. Right, right. so, we'll Skype. It's neat because he'll show us, like, you know, what's going on and all that stuff, and I'll show him, like, the dogs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so one of the kids were talking and I started doing something on my computer and they're like, okay, mom, here's dad. And so I took the phone and I'm just like, oh, honey, blah, blah, blah. And, and then all of a sudden I hear him say, whose butt am I looking at? What? And I'm like, what? And then Ryan's like, mom, you're still on Skype. I had, (gasps) I had put the phone to my ear. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) 
<laughs> so it looks like you're a- like that lady at the store who's talking on speaker, but she doesn't know it. <laughs> so it looks like, you know, as I approached my ear, like some little orifice or something like that. Did you figure yourself out? Did you? Well, eventually, you know, between that and Ryan, he, you know, he- <laughs> laughing. Mom, it's uh, still on Skype. And I'm just like, what? Oh, and I'm sorry. And then I had heard Victor say, like, you know, in the distance, like, whose butt am I looking at? And I was just, you know. <laughs> what is this? What am I seeing? So I pulled it out. And I'm like, sorry. I'm like, I, ha- I had it to my ear because I was trying to talk on the phone. You know, <laughs> is God that forbid. a balloon knot? I know, right? <laughs> That's funny. And I asked Ryan, I'm like, how long did you know I had put it to my ear? And he's like, he's all, well, I just watched you put it to your ear. And then, I, <laughs> you know, I was just like, why is she doing that? Oh, weird. Oh, well. So, you know, I was a, embarrassed, but. It's a new thing. I, 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 um, I think um, Natalie Skype's on her phone, too. My phone can't handle any more apps. It just doesn't. I can't do it. Well, delete some. I don't want to. I have games on there that I enjoy. I don't oh. want to make room for a stupid sky. I, first of all, you know how much I love being seen. So why well, would I want yeah, to have that, that on my phone? That is true. Honestly, forget it. Yeah. So tell me what was yours. Well, you do. You do know for the most part because you were there, but you didn't see it occur. Oh, I wish I had though. It was bad. Your son had a flag football tournament. It was the last event of his season, and we were Mm -hmm. super excited because it was right up the street from our house at this really pretty park. Mm -hmm. And so we get there with with, uh, Olivia because you guys stayed the night, so we were bringing her late so she didn't have to come at the crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. So uh, Malia and Olivia are ahead of us. This park is, is very old. It's been around for as long as I can remember, so it's very old. And the trees are all mature, and they have not fixed the asphalt leading into the park. So there are roots and asphalt that are pushed significantly up, and there's big divots, and, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. an old park. Right. But you can navigate towards it. It's normally not dangerous. And so... For the average average person. For the normal human being, it would be fine. So Daryl and I were walking together. Olivia and Malia are in front of us, like like 15 or 20 feet in front of us just because they walk swiftly and we were talking or something. And we mm-hmm. were actually looking for the purple tent because you guys are the Vikings. And so we were looking for purple. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, she said she was behind the library. So we start walking. So I look up and I go, oh, and I point and I go, I see, I think I see a purple tent, but I don't know if, that, if that's them. And as I am pointing, I'm looking up and not looking where my feet are. Now I'm trained i always look down when i'm walking yes always but i didn't for a moment i looked up and was pointing and i tripped over a very large bolt of concrete or of asphalt and the thing is is that i tripped but i tried to catch myself and so i didn't fall down immediately I tripped and tried to keep myself up, so I looked like a drunk person, (laughs) and I was stumbling forward very quickly, and I was like weaving all over the place trying to get my balance, and and Daryl has at this point stopped walking. He's not trying to catch you. He can't. It's a, it, this is a violent maneuver. My arms and legs are flailing. And finally, I know I'm going to fall. And because it felt like slow motion. This has happened to me once before. I was actually pregnant when this happened. I was just going to say, this sounds like the one where you kicked off your shoes. And <laughs> No, that was a different one. That was in a oh, parking okay. lot. No, 
or a parking garage. But this one was, I was pregnant once and I had tripped and I did like this side shuffle dance trying to keep <laughs> myself up. But this time I had tripped forward. And so I was trying to like get, I was trying not to fall. And so instead I was weaving all over the place. God. <laughs> My purse went flying. Oh no. And I finally fell. And, but I made, I almost made myself fall because it, I was going to hurt myself. You had to stop the madness. I had to. So I kind of like barrel rolled and I hit my knee and elbow and then I finally landed and Daryl goes, I don't know how you did it, but you, st- you literally were facing me by the time you were done. You were facing the opposite direction. I've never seen anything like it. He goes, you look like one of those people on those YouTube videos, those epic fail videos. He goes, oh, that's yeah, what just... you look like. He said, I, I, he, he goes, I almost hope someone has security cameras. And I said, you're an asshole. But it was funny. And so we were laughing so hard. I, I was, my eyes were like water. I was crying so, so hard that I was, I mean, laughing so hard that I was crying. Well, when you guys finally got to us, you were still laughing. Oh, and I'm God. Like, what? What's going on? It was the and funniest so thing ever. Us about this epic fall only, that I missed. Only because I didn't hurt myself. And I said, well, you know, with someone like me who trips all the time, you learn to how to fall, essentially. And I said, yeah. what was... What was worse is I got up. He goes, oh, my God, honey, I'm so sorry. And he felt he was he was not laughing at first. But then I started laughing and then he couldn't stop laughing. But when we were walking, he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, I guess I'm just going to have to hold your hand all the time. And he turned and then he hit me in the head with the chair that he was carrying. (laughs) Heaven's sake. The foot of the chair went whack right in my head. And I'm like, okay, we're we're done. This is enough. No Just more. Stay away from each other. It's dangerous. Right. And so about a day later, we were in the car and we were driving because he needed work clothes really bad. And that, But that's my only awkward moment. But we were in the car driving and I said, I was thinking that I should go to a neurologist. And he goes, why? And I said, I feel like I'm tripping and falling a lot lately. And I'm worried that I have like there's something going on. Like I'm worried. You don't have MS. <laughs> he goes, he goes, No. He, he said, you tripped over a, an extremely dangerous bolt of asphalt. Anybody would have. They just wouldn't have done it as dramatically as you had. They would have caught themselves. But you were, you are you. And so that's what happened. And I said, I just feel like I'm really not, like my peripherals are off or something. I'm not sure. He said, no, it wasn't that at all. And I said, all right, well, I'm just saying that if I do it again, I'm going to the neurologist. Yeah, really. You're, you should Google how many times can you fall in a year without concern? Without concern of a tumor or some kind of lesion, m- muscular degeneration disease. I know. Huh? Super annoying. But anyway, so yeah, that was mine. That was mine. Well, I think you win this oh, week. That yeah. was a uh, pretty funny. Honestly, if that if if there was security video, oh, and there was some very small old Asian man walking behind us, and he acted like he didn't see a thing. Well, he literally acted like he saw nothing. Well, maybe, maybe he didn't. Not even a peep out of you, dude. I mean, it was so severe. Like it was such a huge event. Malia told Olivia, just keep walking. Don't even look back. Just walk. (laughs) That is so funny. All right. Well, let's, I guess we should conclude. We should conclude. So thank you everybody for joining us this week. Hopefully you have a good, exciting plans for Thanksgiving. Um, we are going to be celebrating the holiday as well. And so that means that we will not be having a show next Sunday. 
but that's fine. We know there's lots of football and leftovers to eat, so you guys will be fine. And you guys should you guys should be shopping on Amazon as well. Exactly. Uh, Amazon's going to be having some great. Well, there'll be Cyber Monday deals. Yes. They'll probably also have some other you know sneaky peek previews. Mm-hmm. So go to our Ugly Truth page and click on our shop Ugly Ugly Mall page. There'll be our Amazon link and our Avon link as well. Mm-hmm. I like to do Avon for the little girls in our family because yes. I'll buy like, you know, chapsticks and lip glosses and nail polishes and everything and make little goodie bags. And, you know, it's less than five bucks. They so, have the cutest stuff for Christmas. They really do. They cute. really do. I was looking last night and they have some super cute they stuff. They have a holiday shop now. And if you spend, I think if you spend 40, it's not only is it free shipping, but I believe you get a teddy bear. Oh, that's It's really cool. cute. I mean, I don't know how long that deal will last, but they do have really cute deals. So, yeah, if you could do us a solid and just buy one thing from our Amazon or Avon shop, we'd really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We do get a portion of the pro- proceeds, which we put directly back into the show. Mm-hmm. So we, we want to do that. On a side note, my son, Ryan, is going to be turning 10. Happy birthday! So I wanted to wish him a very happy birthday, Bear. I love you so much. I'm sure we'll be talking in the, the coming months, you know, the difference between having, you know, a little kid and now a, a double-digit Boy, Yes. I'm kind of scared, actually. Eh, you'll get through it. So it, I think it'll be worse when Olivia turns 10, but... It, it'll be worse when she's 12. <laughs> but yes. So, and then last, I know we're a little late in the game, but with everything that's going on in Paris, France, mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to send our hearts out to all of our either listeners um, or just the the community out there and let you know that we are thinking of you. We are praying for you as well. And we we hope that you are able to rebuild and repair and heal as quickly as possible. You know, we support you 100% yes. uh, from over here in California. So our hearts are with Paris. Our hearts are with Paris. No care, so no vic Paris. Very good. I don't know what that's. It's our hearts are with Paris. Did you have to ask Kenzie? No, but I had to uh, practice it for a really long time to get that right. (laughs) Hey, that was good. I wanted to do it. Yeah, good for you. So with that, this is my contribution to Paris as well. So have a a good week, a good Thanksgiving, and we'll see you uh, the following Sunday after that. Au revoir. Au revoir. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, then follow them on Twitter at The Ugly Truth, friend them at facebook.com slash uglytruth, or leave comments on our shows at uglytruth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it. Ne t'en va pas N'essaie pas de t'enfouir J'ai tellement envie de toi N'essaie pas de nous désunir Ne te cache pas N'est pas pour toujours mon amour, tu es à moi. J'ai envie de toi à chaque instant près de moi. J'ai besoin de toi, longeant le temps dans la main. J'ai envie de toi. Ne t'en va pas 
Won't you go 